Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Wow. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody shout a living hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is another time to come together around the communion, which is called the the Lord's Supper or the Lord's Table. Paul said you can partake in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. He said you cannot partake in the table of demons and the Lord's Table. So it is called the Lord's table, all right? You cannot drink of the cup of the Lord and the cup of the devil. You cannot partake of the Lord's table. And, and this is talking about communion. Because look, at when you go five verses backwards, it says, the cup which we bless, is it not the cup, the, the cup of blessing? Someone is about to drink the cup of blessing. Amen. Jesus said, on the day and the night before he was betrayed, or the night he was arrested, he prayed and he said, if it's possible, Matthew chapter 26, verse um, 38, 39, somewhere there. He prayed and he said, if it's possible, let this cup come pass. Nevertheless. And then uh, he said, oh, Father, if it's possible, let, the, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, as you will. When uh, Peter, in Matthew chapter uh, chapter 16, I think from verse 22, in the verse 23, Jesus said to Matthew that uh, you don't mind the things of God. He said you do not mind the things of God. Satan, get thee behind me for your offense to me. You are not mindful of the things of God, but uh, the things of men. And then the next verse. The next verse, 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 Jesus said to his disciple, if anyone desires to come, he has to deny himself. Now, that's one of the places Jesus said, shall I not drink of the cup? I think that's what I was thinking. I, shall I not drink of the cup which the Father has given to me? And the cup that Jesus was meant to drink was the cup of crucifixion. All right, that's all rather in John chapter 18. So Jesus said to Peter, yeah, don't, don't try and defend me. Shall I not drink? It's the same Peter, you know, this Peter guy. The, the same Peter. Jesus said, don't try and defend. Shall I not drink the cup with the father? Because Peter said, no, no. You, Peter was avo- trying to avoid the death of Jesus, the crucifixion. But Jesus calls it the cup. All right. Now, he drank it so that we can drink the cl- cup of blessing. The curse was poured on him, the curse for our sins, the curse for the punishment that was meant for us, that cup was poured on him. That's why he said, if it's possible, let this cup, because he's going to bear the judgment for our sin, and sins will be put on him, and God will turn his face away from him. God and sin don't go together. He said, it's not that my hands are short that I can help you, but your sins, Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 and 2, your sins are the problem, sin. Sin is a big problem. So don't mind anyone who tells you God understands. He, he might understand why you are sinning, but he cannot accommodate the sinner. There's no room. You see, Adam and Eve were driven away from, driven out of the garden of Egypt because they sinned. So there's no, sin cannot stay in his presence because he's a righteous God. So he has to pause the wrath of God 
on, uh, on somebody. So when our, all our sins were put on him, we see the guns of God are fired in the direction of sin. So God, for God to judge Jesus, he put our sins on him. That is why he said, this is the Lamb of God who takes away. So on the cross, he was taking sin. He was bearing, the Bible says that he, he bore the sins of all of us. He bore our sins. So it wasn't just dying. He was also bearing sin. And so when God saw sin, he turned his face and brought his wrath. And brought all, he emptied out all his wrath against sin. He poured it on Jesus so that when you are in Christ, he, Jesus has taken the wrath and the punishment for sin. So that cup is what he was trying to dread. That for the first time, God and I, God would turn his face away from me. That's what I, it's not, it's not it's some of us, it's your friend, your friend or someone uh, turning their face away from you so you are not doing church because oh, I don't want my friends to be upset. Jesus Christ, you should be concerned. I don't want God to turn his face away from me because the direction you are going, my, this may God turn his face away from Anyway, but Jesus' Jesus's biggest problem is that God will turn his face away from So he says that if it's possible, let this come. Jesus, God, he was praying and sweating like blood. He was such a, if it's possible, let this cup not come. Let the cup not pass away. But he said, not anyway, not as I will. Let your will, I'm sold out for your will. Then! Peter tried to stop it. After him, Peter didn't pray, he was sleeping. He was sleeping. Now when it was come, when the time came for him to drink, take the cup, Peter took the sword, started fighting uh, like a uh, 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 commando. But Jesus said, put away your sword. I have to drink the cup. I have to drink the cup. Now, because he drank that cup, we don't have to drink that cup. We have to drink a different cup. That is why he instituted communion, so we can drink. So Paul calls it, it's a cup of blessing. He said, is this not the communion of the, of, 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 the, of the blood of Christ? And the bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? And then so he, after he explained, explained, he said, so don't handle it lightly. Then he went on in the verse 19 and 20 to talk about anyone who partakes of the table, you can't partake of God, the Lord's table. And at the same time, partake of, uh, 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 of uh, tables of devils. No, you cannot partake of the Lord's table and partake... Uh, and of the table of devils. So there are table of devils. So in the early church, one of the common things that sometimes they may not even have a pulpit because they used to meet in people's homes. So they may some there might not be pulpit, podium, but there will always be a table. There will always be because they gathered around the communion. So when we come together to to have a, come and have communion. In fact, Jesus, in his own way, said, I look forward to having this communion with you. Luke chapter 22, verse, I think verse 6 and 7. Jesus said, how I desire, I look forward to having communion. <laughs> if the Lord looked forward to having communion, you should look forward. <laughs> you should be more desirous. You should desire it more, more than any other thing to partake in the Lord's table because if you partake in the Lord's table, it's called a cup of blessing. And it says that with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover. Can you imagine with you before I suffer? 
in the book of Exodus chapter 12, verse 14. This is what God told the people of Israel. Exodus 12, 14, he says, and this day, right, let's go to verse 13 so it can make a bit of sense. It says that, and the blood shall be unto uh, to you for a talking upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Someone say, pass over me. So when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. It's a blood of redemption, blood of preservation, blood of exemption, blood of protection. He said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you, and the plague shall not be, uh, come, uh, be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. So he says the plague will not come. Why? Because blood has been there. Blood has been applied. And it, it, so, and then look at the verse 14. And this day, what day? The day where the blood was applied. This day shall be unto you for a memorial. And ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it a, keep it a feast by an ordinance. How long? Forever. Forever. Keep it a feast. What is it, does it mean? And every time there's a place he told them, and he called, God actually told them that anytime you do the communion and the ch your children ask you, what does this mean? You, I said the communion, the Passover. And your children ask you, the Passover feast. Your children ask you, what does this mean? You tell them that this is how God delivered us. This is how God delivered us. You always have to remember your, your day of deliverance. You always have to, we said, we said in the verse 26, and it shall come to pass, when your children shall say unto you, what, what mean ye by this service, verse 27, that ye shall say, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, who passed over the house of the children of Israel in Egypt, when he smote the Egyptians and delivered our houses. Wow, God is delivering your house. And the, and the people bowed their head and worship. So he says that your children will ask, teach your children why you do this. Pass it on. Pass it on. The children were not there to experience it. But it is an ordinance that must be repeated every year throughout your generations forever. And now we go to Luke chapter 22. And a very interesting text. Now the feast of the unliving bread drew near, which is called the Passover. Okay, so what is another name of the Passover? The feast. What's the another name for the feast of the unliving bread? Passover. All right. So now the feast of the unliving uh, the unleavened bread drew near, which is called Passover. The next verse. Um, okay, I was reading. So the chief priests and the scribes thought how they might kill Jesus, for they feared the people. Uh, they feared the people, so they want to kill Jesus. <laughs> Is that what it means? <laughs> if you fear the people, why are you killing Jesus because you fear the people? Now, that means that they wanted to kill him, but they couldn't lay hold on him because he was too popular. If you go and lay hold of him, people will loot shops, in, I mean, they loot the shops and burn places and there will be, uh, there will be uh, commotion in town. So the people will rise against them. So they feared the people. They fe it was political, uh, politically in their advantage to arrest him. They wanted to kill him, but they feared the people. 
So they have to, if they have to get him, they have to get him at the time where the people will not be around. And Jesus was always in the people among the people. Jesus loved people. He loved people. Jesus loved people. <laughs> so even in social distance, he had to put, he would do something online. So people, he loved people. Jesus, oh, clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Jesus loved people. <laughs> so he was always, but do you know what happens? In the, at night, he will withdraw himself. And they didn't know his address. No one knew where he goes at night. Apart from his inner core. So that's the best time to arrest him. But they don't know where he, he goes. Or where he went in the night. They only see him during the day. And they can't touch him because he had popularity. So they, but, but they had to get this guy. So, so you understand the story now. So that's why they needed somebody, an informer. An insider who knew what time the communion service will start. <laughs> so, um, they, they wanted to kill Jesus, but they feared the people. Verse 3, then, then entered Satan into Judas. Surname Iscariot. Being, one, uh, be, uh, being of the number of the twelve. Can you imagine? Being of the, he was one of the twelve. The special very inner, inner core. Satan entered him two times. Yeah. Satan entered him two times to possess him one, at, on one level and possess him more even on another level. This one was before communion. This was before. So Satan entered him. I feel like preaching, you know. Really? Satan entered him and he went his way and communed with the chief priest, the people you are communicating with. Tells us what has entered him. <laughs> <laughs> and commune with the, with, the, with the chief priests and, the, uh, and captains how he might betray him, betray him unto them. Satan has entered the guy. Satan has entered. Now he wants to betray his own Jesus, his own pastor, his own church. <laughs> Satan has entered the guy. So, <laughs> and... And they were very glad. They were glad and, and covenanted to give him money. Yeah. They will give you money. Ah, thank you. We've been looking for somebody like you. They were very happy. Judas was their man. He was in, good, in, the, in the good books of the enemies of Jesus. Hey, Judas. He was in the good books of Jesus' enemies. Hey. They were inviting him for dinner. They were inviting him for parties. They were inviting him. They gave him special privileges. Because he had become their man. They were sending him WhatsApp messages. And text messages. <laughs> I'm sure on Judas' birthday, they would do a poster and blast it on social media. Judas! 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 <laughs> They organized a surprise party for him. <laughs> they were glad. And he promised and sought opportunity to betray him unto them in the absence of the multitude. You see why? Because the multitude shouldn't be there. So he promised, don't worry, I'll, I'll get it down. No, my, 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 my word is good enough. Believe me. And they promised. He said, no, look, believe my word. I'll do it. I'll do it. Do you know why I was talking like that? Satan has entered him. This was before the Passover. And then in John chapter 13, verse 27, whilst they were eating the Passover, 
Now he went again. So he went and met them. Satan entered. He went there. Then after he took a sub, he drank the thing. Satan entered into him. That's the second time. First one has already entered. And he said, Jesus said to him, what you have to do, do it quickly. That's when he got up and went and, went and started a raking arrangement that we are going, we are about to go. <laughs> Immediately went out and it was night. Ah, Judas. Anyway, so but, but let, let's go back to verse 7 says that then came the day of the unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. And Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. Jesus takes Passover serious because God, it was God's ordinance. And they said unto him, where shall we prepare it? Let's jump because of time. Let's jump to verse 12. Uh, um, Okay, verse 13. And they went and found, as he said unto them, and made ready the Passover. And when the hour was come, he sat down and, to, uh, and the twelve apostles with him. That's including Judas. So you see, that's the, Satan has entered the first time. He's going to do negotiations and they were happy. And then he came back to join them. Yeah, he came to join the Zoom service. <laughs> hey! <laughs> and so he says that so uh, 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 verse what verse are we now verse 14 and when the hours come he sat down with the, with the 12 and then verse 15 said and he said unto them with desire, I have desired to eat this communion thing. <laughs> I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. This Passover. Now, watch this. This is very important. This is referring to what God told them in Exodus chapter 12, verse 14, that you have to keep this thing as an ordinance. They were doing it every year. And Jesus, when he got to that time, Jesus was also about to do it. And he said, I have desired to eat this. Why? The next verse, verse 16 says that, for I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. So after this, I won't get a chance to eat it again. Jesus said, I look forward to drinking. Uh, with, with desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave things and said, take this and divide it amongst yourself. Watch this. Watch the progression. And divide it amongst yourself. For I say unto you, I will not drink the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. So this is the last time he's actually going to have this, this thing God instituted amongst men. With the, when he said the, the, uh, the uh, fruit of the vine, he's talking about grapes. They use grapes to make. He said, I won't have this again until we get into the kingdom. Now, what is he talking about in the kingdom? In the kingdom, there's going to be feasting. So, in, um, in, when you look at, jump to the verse 29, when you jump to, he said, I'm appointing you a kingdom, just as my father appointed a kingdom. He said, I appoint unto you a kingdom, as my father has appointed unto me. Now, look at the verse 30. Interesting. There shall be eating. He said, and uh, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes. 
So there was coming a day in the millennium, like in Luke chapter 13, verse 28 and 29. Luke 13, 28. It talks about, you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. said, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth because some people will not be partakers of this great feast. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets, all the prophets, including, including Pastor David, in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God, and you yourself have been trusted, you will enjoy. You say, you, they'll be gnashing. Oh, I didn't know this. I shouldn't have followed this, this guy. How could I have missed this? How could I have missed this? You, the gnashing, gnashing of teeth signifies uh, um, um, anger. <clears throat> You'll be angry with yourself and at the same time weeping. You are weeping in sorrow. You are sorrowful but angry. <clears throat> there shall be gnashing, weeping, and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the prophets in the kingdom, and you yourself, you should have been part of it. I have been thrown out. Because when the lockdown came, you went. <laughs> <laughs> You allow the lockdown to lock you out of active fellowship and real Christian living. Hmm. So when we, he said, he, I, I, he's talking about, I know I'm going to, we are going to sit down and feast in the kingdom. But this is my last time sitting with you and feasting together like this. But the kingdom, so he said, I look forward to this last time. And because that last time was the switch, something was about to switch as well. So let's go back to the text. And it says, um, Luke chapter 22, verse 19. And watch this. And he took the bread and gave thanks, break it, and gave it unto them, saying, this is my body. He has changed it. Game change. Now when this bread, he said, this is my body. He took the bread. This is my body. This is my body, which is given for you. But he was holding the bread and he said, this is my body. Obviously, it wasn't his actual body. Because he was holding the bread. It said to be given up for he hasn't died yet. Do this in remembrance of me. And the verse 20, 20 says that, and verse 20 says that, likewise also the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the New Testament. That's new will, a will. Testament is a will. It's a covenant in my blood which is shed for you. That time the blood has not been shed. He hadn't died on the cross. Before it, just, it was the night before he was betrayed. He hadn't died. He was still with them. That's why I said, I look forward to having this for the last time. And he took it and gave it to them. And he said, do this in remembrance of me. Because as you do it, you are enforcing the Passover God said on this earth. But now, you haven't been to Egypt, but you have been delivered from the world. You have been delivered from the powers of darkness. You have been delivered from the clutches of sin. Clutches of hell has delivered you. And so as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. You are not doing it in remembrance of the lamb that Moses killed. Now, you are doing it in remembrance of the lamb of God. The lamb of God. No wonder Paul shows up on the scene and he says that the cup of blessings which we bless. Is it not the communion of the blood of the Lamb? The blood of the Lord. The blood of Christ. The cup of blessing and the bread which we break. Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? So this is not an ordinary thing. It carries weight. It is a statement. Anytime you take communion, you are serving notice to the powers of darkness. 
that no, no evil force of darkness has the right to be able to hold you to ransom or hold you captive. Nothing of the devil has the right to stay around you. There's something that must go certainly out of your life, out of your family, out of your career, out of your health. And I know communion has the propensity and the capacity and the audacity and the power, loadedness to deal with everything that is not of God in your life that must go. Because it's a cup of blessing. It says, when I see the blood of plasma and the plague, and the plague, the plague is not supposed to come to you. Not when you are eating communion. Plague can be around, but can't come to you when you are having communion. Because communion is a covenant meal. It's a covenant meal for exemption from plagues. What form, whatever shape or form the plague comes in, can come in like family crisis, family cases, generational cases, or um, sicknesses, troubles, whatever. Oh, in my life, it's always been a bad thing. Anytime in my family, anytime someone is about to grow something good, then something bad comes. I'm telling you, this communion is supposed to put a stop to the plague. As long as you are eating it, you are reinforcing your position, reinforcing your position, reinforcing your position. I see some sicknesses being flushed out of somebody's system. I see some sicknesses leaving. I see some crisis leaving your family. I see some plagues staying far from you. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.